The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The ruler sneered at Jesus and said, He saved others. Let him save himself. If he is the chosen one, the Christ of God. Even the soldiers jeered at him. As they approached to offer him wine, they called out, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Above him, there was an inscription that read, This is the king of the Jews. Now one of the criminals hanging there reviled Jesus, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation. And indeed, we have been condemned justly for the sentence we received corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. There's two ways that we can approach life in general. Two very simple ways. My kingdom come, my will be done, or thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Now, I don't know about you, but in my 37 years, I've tried to approach life a lot as my kingdom come, my will be done. And I've learned that anytime I do that, life gets pretty frustrating. Life can be pretty miserable when we constantly want to have life on our terms. And the sad thing is, when we try to have life on our terms, the vision for the kingdom, my kingdom, is so small to what God wants his kingdom to be in our world. We have two ways to approach suffering as well. And the reality is we all experience suffering in this life. So I want you to think about that. Are you experiencing any suffering right now? Could be anything, emotional, physical, spiritual, relational, family, friendships. Are you experiencing any suffering? There's two ways to approach it. My will be done, my kingdom come, or thy will be done, thy kingdom come. Think about that for a moment and then also think about what we're celebrating today. What I love about today's feast day is the, the title is not only Christ the King, but it's actually Christ the King of the Universe. He's the King of the Universe. So that means that he's not only the King of, of my universe, he's not only the King of Mentor, he's not only the King of Ohio, he's not only the King of the United States of America, he is the King of the entire world and actually the King of the Universe. And so that started like just kind of... Um, Pondering, I began pondering that in my mind. What does that mean, the universe? How, how can God, and I mean, I know it's possible, but he's the king of the entire universe. Have you ever had that experience where you go out at night and you look at the stars 
and you just get that feeling of like, for me, first I get a, a feeling of wonder and awe, but then I also get this feeling of like almost terror, like the universe is just so huge and we're so little. And Christ is the king of it all, the entire universe. So I was looking up the word universe in the dictionary just to kind of like ponder it and see what it means. It means a whole body of things and phenomena observed a systematic whole held to arise by and persist through the direct intervention of divine power. So the universe is the whole creation held together by God's divine power. The entire celestial cosmos, the Milky Way, the galaxy, an aggregate of stars comparable to the Milky Way or galaxy, God has it all. He's king of it all. He's in control of it all. And then it says, a universe could also be a set that contains all the elements relevant to a particular discussion or problem. So not only is God in charge of the entire universe, king of the entire universe, but he's king of this right here and of you. Whatever your circumstances are, whatever your individual set of problems are, whatever um, your discussion or your area of realm is, your universe, he's king of it. He's king of your universe, and he's king of mine. The original etymology, if you look at what the word universe means, comes from the Middle English or Latin term universum, which means the whole or entire verse, una, or, and verse is God being turned towards it. So God has his face turned towards us. He has his face turned towards the universe. So I just want you to think about that for a little bit. First of all, not only does God have the entire universe under control, he's pretty much got this universe handled, by the way. He's got our country handled, by the way. But he's also got you handled. He can handle you. You know, your, your, your problems are really not that big when it comes to God. My problems when it comes to God, really not that big. Actually, God can handle them. He's got the entire universe to ha can handle. He can handle your problems. He can handle my problems. So just think about that. Whatever your problems are, whatever your struggles are, whatever your issues are, the king can handle it. He's got you under control. Father Jeremy and I went to see uh, uh, Art Garfunkel the other night. I got to meet Art Garfunkel, by the way. So uh, at the end of the concert, um, Father Jeremy just had it in his mind. He, four priests went, and he was telling all four of them, we're going we're to go meet Art Garfunkel. <laughs> and the priests were like, what do you mean we're going to meet him? So after the concert, we actually went, uh, we snuck around behind. It was at the, uh, at the Roxino. So we snuck behind the Roxino and found the place where the cars were and everything, and we got to meet Art Garfunkel. And as we're signing the autograph, um, you know, I just said, Father Jeremy said, actually, man, you got me through high school and college. I wouldn't have survived it without you. <laughs> and Art Garfunkel just smiled. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's, it's that whole reality that, that God has a way of getting us through things. But one of the things that Art Garfunkel said is he was so grateful to God. We were wearing our collars, you know, so we could talk faith for a little bit. And he said he was so grateful to God for, for giving him his voice. You know, that his voice really was his kind of golden ticket to life. And the reality is God has given us all gifts and talents, and God does get us through life. But the difficulty comes when we try to do life on our terms. My kingdom come, my will be done makes life very, very difficult and very, very frustrating. But when we can say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, all of a sudden, life becomes easy. 
And what do I mean by this? Well, if you listen to the gospel today, it's so clear. There's two thieves. So Jesus is dying, and there's a thief on his right and a thief on his left, and they look at Jesus, and the one thief says to him, he says to him, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. So what he's saying is, I want this to be done my way. Get me down from this cross and get yourself down from this cross. And sometimes we approach God like that, right? When we have suffering and we have difficulties, what is our prayer? Lord, make it stop. Get rid of this problem for me. We want it our way, my way. My kingdom come, my will be done. But the other thief says something so beautiful. He says, have you no fear of God? And there's a complete acceptance and surrender of his crucifixion. And he looks to Jesus and he says to him, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus looks at him like, you got it. He looks at him very, very powerfully and he says, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Today. Not even like when I die or you know, later on. Right now, today, you will be with me in paradise. And the same is true for all of us. Whatever your suffering is right now, whatever your struggle is, whatever your difficulty is, that is your cross. You didn't get to choose it, but you're nailed to it. And you have two ways of approaching it. Lord, get me down from this cross. Save me. My will be done. My kingdom come. Or acceptance. Your will be done. Your kingdom come. I just want to end with one paragraph. And this comes from the, the novena to surrender. So a novena for the, the younger generation is a nine-day prayer that you do. I made the mistake of going to Father Jeremy for a confession, and he gave me a nine-day penance. So I had to do this novena, and it was on surrender, but it's actually really beautiful. And it deals with today, ultimately God's will being done. This is what it means to accept this is what it means to, to surrender. This is what it means to allow ourselves just to simply allow God's kingdom. So this is Jesus saying it to you. Surrender to me does not mean fret, to be upset, or to lose hope. Nor does it mean offering to me a worried prayer asking me to follow you and change your worry into prayer. That is against surrender deeply against it, to worry, to be nervous, and to desire to think about the consequences of anything. It is like a confusion that a child feels when they ask their mother to see to their needs and then try to take care of those needs themselves so that their childlike efforts get in their mother's way. Surrender means to placidly close your eyes of the soul, to turn away from your thoughts and tribulation, and to put yourself into my care. That's all we have to do to allow his kingdom to come. To simply close the eyes of our soul, surrender ourselves, and let him care for us. Care for us. So those are the two ways to approach life. It's your choice, it's my choice. My kingdom come, my will be done, frustration, difficulty, discouragement, or thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And at this very moment, today, you can be with him in paradise.